0: Tony, it's nice to hear your voice. It's been a been a hot minute since we've done a recording together.
1: Yeah, well, y- you know, I've been here the whole oh. time. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for tuning in to Paladin Financial Talk. We appreciate you spending some time to listen to this week's podcast and uh, yes, Tony, it's very nice to hear your voice once again. It's been oh, a little yeah. bit uh, with the holidays. We took a little bit of time off and we're, we're getting back into s- the swing of things here. So I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited. It's good to talk to you. Good to see you, Jeff. You know, you and I at the beginning of the year, were together out in California. So we we're on it at a, you know, big financial conference out there and that was great. So we weren't able to record. And then before that, the holidays. So it's good to get back into it. It's already been a crazy year, and I know you've been busy, haven't you?
0: Yeah, we've been busy, and uh, we're growing. We've added a couple members to our team. Uh, Mason and Zach are pair planners with us, and uh, yeah, we're excited for what 2022 has in front of us. Newsflash year, new year. Coronavirus hasn't gone anywhere, so we'll, we still have that to talk about today. Love that.
1: Yeah, not. I don't love that, actually.
0: <laughs> and we're also going to get out our first dad joke of the year. I've been excited about this opportunity. Oh, no. Are oh, you ready? Oh, no. Not yes. a dad joke. Come oh, yes. On. Yes. When does a joke become a dad joke, Tony? Um, I don't know. When it becomes apparent. Ah, uh,
1: a, <laughs> a parent. Get it? When does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes apparent.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. I had to
1: explain that one to myself. to get it. <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, talking about, uh, our topic for this week, don't go mad when the market does. If you've not turned on your TV or radio in a while, the market's uh, down quite a bit this year and we've had a lot of market volatility. So we want to give you a quick update on what exactly is going on in the market. What's driving all of this madness. And in the end, we'll talk about what you can do about all this stuff. And if you look at where we're at so far this year, stocks are starting to move into correction territory. And markets towards the end of last year, at the end of 2021, were, were up quite a bit uh, overall for the year, despite a lot of volatility, but they pushed up towards the end of the year. And now we're correcting off of that somewhat cur- You know, in, in our current situation. Some of that's natural, that happens. On average, there's one 10% correction in the market every year, if you look at historically. But there's been a lot going on this year. Uh, oh. Yesterday's trading, yeah, there's a lot going on. Yesterday's trading, which was Wednesday, at the end of the day, all three major indexes were down more than 5% so far in 2022. The NASDAQ is off 13% from where it started off at the beginning of the year. And the NASDAQ, if you're not familiar, it's very driven by tech stocks, and tech stocks have not done as well this no, year. No, they haven't. Yeah. So it's the first meaningful correction since we had a 5% correction in the third quarter of last year. And a lot of the large cap names, so large cap capitalization means the bigger company they've, which have been supporting the market due to their size, things like Apple or Microsoft and Google have participated in that downslide overall, and they've retrenched from all time highs in December. And tech stocks, they typically don't do as well in a rising interest rate environment, which we'll talk about interest rates here in a moment. An example of all this stuff that's going on, there's a a thing called the VIX, V-I-X, which we talk about from time to time. And it's a measure of the expected volatility, not current volatility, but expected volatility going forward. And it's sometimes called Wall Street's fear gauge.
1: Yeah, the fear index is what I've heard it called.
0: So that has climbed this week uh, quite a bit as stock markets have fallen. So there's a lot going on that we'll dig into what's going on there. But if you think of the market and what's driving a lot of things right now, there are four big cards we'll talk about. You have inflation, prices are going up. You have interest rates. We'll talk about the Fed met this week and what their plan is. We still have Rona uh, to talk about and the impact of that. And you also have Russia and we'll, we'll talk about where that might be going. In my opinion, a lot of this that's occurred so far this year, a lot of it's driven off of inflation and inflation concerns have, in many people's opinions, superseded COVID as the number one concern with the market right now.
1: I think so. I, I, I would agree because uh, the Omicron variant has been more subtle as far as its uh, symptoms and how long people have stayed sick. So, uh, even though it's been bad, I think the inflation in the economy has been uh, on people's minds, so uh, that's affected the rising inflation. I think is uh, affecting things quite a bit. But you mentioned a bad January. I read on CNBC yesterday that it's uh, January has been of this year has been the worst month since March of 2020, when we had that big wow. uh, fall uh, because of the initial uh, COVID outbreak.
0: Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly a marathon. It's, it keeps adapting, but it sure. does have an impact on the market and what's going on. Um, sure. in, inflation brings up a number of different questions. You know, the U.S. consumer, if you look over the last year and a half on average, has driven a lot of the, the growth in the economy as we're all spending money and, and the market's rising and people are buying stuff, which creates more inflation. So how much is the U.S. consumer going to be able to continue to drive things going forward? There are only so many dollars to be thrown around, particularly with some of the government stimulus things that have been cut off. Uh, Can companies offset the raw material and wage price price growth that has occurred and still grow on top of that? So if you're a company and you're making widgets and you buy your supplies to make your widgets and the price of those supplies has increased, and your people wanna be paid more because they're going out and buying stuff as well, and you as a company still have to be profitable despite increases in those costs and increase in the wages, You know, is that going to be able to outpace that? So that's one of the things that we're still sorting through right now. We're in earnings uh, season right now, quarterly earnings come out, and it's a little less than half of companies have reported their earnings for fourth quarter, some good, some bad in there, so still, to be determined. The other thing is with inflation, um, we'll talk about interest rates, but how aggressive is the fed, the federal reserve going to be to curb price increases and how that is going to impact growth. So those are some things to think about with inflation and we'll see how this year shapes out overall. Um, but yeah, the earnings is a, a big piece of that as well. So cur- well, you mentioned mm-hmm. the fed, they just came out with a,
1: a Uh, an announcement that they are going to raise rates and maybe that's affecting things.
0: Yeah. That has an impact that they met this week and announced plans to start raising rates in March in an attempt to wind down the stimulus that has occurred through the pandemic and help fight that rising inflation. So they're going to try to slow things down a little bit to curb that inflation.
1: Ah, okay. Okay.
0: So there's a a lot of things going on. As we pause here and look at, we'll talk about some of the other cards. I mentioned there are four cards that are being played right now. Um, This creates a lot of volatility, a lot of unknown with the market. So if you look at for our clients and the portfolios that we utilize to manage their retirement assets, you're probably gonna see a lot of changes over this period of time here recently as uh, things are being bought and sold to try to take advantage of and look for undervalued stock opportunities as an example. So uh, it, wherever you're at, if you're using you know, a managed portfolio in some capacity, it's probably going to be more movement here in the short run to try to adjust to some of these things that we're seeing. Um, bonds, if you look at bonds and where those are at and interest rates, if those are increasing, as we talked about with the fed, the way bonds work in general is interest rates increase bond values go down. So if you bought a bond from a company like Lano lakes, which is across the street from our office here and in a low interest rate environment, they went out and raised hundred million dollars. Let's say for example, making these numbers up and they offer investors a 3% coupon Uh, to invest in that bond. And five years later, interest rates in general have increased. And to offer a similar bond like that, they would have to go out and offer the public to investors a 5% coupon. If you bought the one that was issued in the 3% environment, who wants a Land O'Lakes 3% bond when you could get a Land O'Lakes 5% bond? So the 3% bond is worth less because we want the 5%. So as interest rates increase, bond values typically are going to go down, and interest rates have increased a little bit over the past year, and it's expected again this year rates will increase as well. So bonds well, still have their place in a portfolio, but there are some challenges to be aware of with that. Well, yeah. I mean, bonds haven't been good in a long time now, have they? Yeah. With rates being so low, that's, uh, yeah. that's a challenge there. Yeah but they again have their place because it does generally, depending on the type of bond, you could be invested in bonds that are pretty aggressive and are going to have as much volatility as the overall stock market, but generally they're, they're more conservative, they have their place.
1: So they uh, have some some safety built in or some uh, a little less risk anyway.
0: Yeah, correct. And you also have the income. So let's say you have a 3% bond in our example, rates have gone up, And if you go to sell that bond to someone else, you're not going to get as much as what you did previously, but you're still getting that 3% coupon. So I'm going to be aware of that. So we still think overall stocks can continue to work higher throughout the year, but there are a number of things pushing back against that growth that might be occurring. Uh, The U S consumer overall is healthy with, there's a high demand for goods and services. People aren't slowing down buying stuff despite all of this. And combine that with supply chain issues; it's one of the main drivers of the cost increases that we've talked about before on the show. Uh, if you look at COVID and Omicron, as you mentioned there, it's it's not as uh, I heard someone from the I think it was the CDC yesterday I heard on the news was commenting on. Although Omicron is or Omicron is milder, it is not mild. There's a big difference between those two words. Sure, well that's true. Yeah, good point. So even though that we're at peak levels with that um, and cases are, are going to be falling potentially, that could re- lead to greater activity, increased supply in the coming months. So a lot of things there to, to think about. Um, the other card that's on the table is Russia and Ukraine. And it's uh, kind of a little history reminder for all of us, NATO, which is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, it was created, it's a non-aggressive European and North American defense alliance that was set up to promote peace and stability and to safeguard the security of its members, of which there are now 30 members in NATO. Well, it was created as the Cold War escalated, and the goal was to protect Western, Europe, uh, Western European countries from the threat posed by the Soviet Union and also to counter the spread of communism in general after World War II. So if you're Russia, who is butting heads with the Ukraine, uh, do you really want to go against NATO? So I, in my opinion, I don't think that there'll be anything significant that will happen there. There's some fears and that's having an impact on the market, but I think in the end that will go away, but one never knows.
1: Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a mess, but again, uh, there's been this type of geopolitical issue before, and they've they've managed so hopefully uh, this will work itself out in a uh, in a non-aggressive way in the best way possible using diplomacy and uh, other other means
0: uh, non-violent means that uh, don't drag us into another war. Yep, exactly. So we'll see where that sh- turns out. Um, crypto is another thing that people often ask questions about, and oh yeah, just yes, yesterday Wednesday the. the crypto or Bitcoin, I should say the value fell by 0.7% and the, the world's largest cryptocurrency Bitcoin by market value has shed nearly half of its value from its November peak. Wow. So, Crypto is something that I think it has a future in our economy, in our world, but it is definitely something that is speculative. I was talking to uh, my brother-in-law, Matt, who we've had on the show before, and he works with a number of advisors across the country and helping their clients and navigate different things and manage portfolios. And he was sharing with me, they had a, a client through another advisor that in November, now it was October. October pulled out his diversified managed portfolio. It was about two hundred and fifty thousand. Put that all into crypto, which is wow, as we just talked about now. Very down. volatile. Yeah, and he's sixty-five years old. So he took his retirement oh. savings and took a took a gamble with that. And you know it, it'll probably come back, but it's not the type of thing that uh, you want to look at as a a safe thing. It is certainly speculative.
1: Yeah. Well, for sure. And there's these NFTs, all these, I mean, it just gets, it gets crazy. You can get deep in the weeds. And again, it's so volatile and there's moving parts. Um, uh, definitely a risky investment.
0: Mm -hmm. And again, I think it'll stabilize over time. There are EFTs that you can now invest in and that are being further developed. And I think a year from now, the conversation is going to be very different is if you can take a bet on the general concept of crypto, um, you don't know which company is going to come out ahead, <clears throat> but the concept in general, I think is going to be there long-term. It's just like, uh, electrical vehicles, you know, whether Tesla is the big dog five years from now or some company that's a startup today, yep. we'll, we'll see. But I think it's hard to argue that electric cars are, are not going to be around long-term. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, so I think the question is,
1: is, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, I think people are worried about that downside risk and, uh, it is interesting. Um, but what can we do about all this?
0: Yeah, in a way the answer is nothing. I mean, you can't control Putin or Elon Musk or the Senate or any of that stuff. <laughs> <That's> but <true.
1: laughs> boy, you mentioned three biggies that you cannot control. Yeah, you want to talk about, about three crazies. <laughs> I mean, I hate to use the word crazy loosely, but Putin, Elon Musk and the Senate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you just uh-huh. you just came up with let's see, what's the most three craziest things or people I can think of. Yeah.
0: Yeah, good point. Um So you can't control any of that. You control you. You control whether or not you have a retirement plan that's going to last the test of time. And does it make sense? Are you putting big bets on whatever the flavor of the day is? Um, You can't time the market, the next election, the next headline. But if you have a a plan that you're taking a reasonable amount of risk and you've thought through a variety of different things that impact your retirement, you know, you can be in a good place. So that's what we do for people. That's what we do for our clients. That's what we do for anyone that comes in to meet with us for a second opinion on their retirement situation, regardless of your age, get that plan in place, regardless of your age. If you have a plan, make sure you've thought through everything that impacts that. So that's what we do for folks. We encourage you to give us a call. And come in for a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan. And when I say come in, well, if you're here locally in the Twin Cities area, great. Come on into our office. We have clients across the country. We can do that through Zoom as well. Whatever works for you. Um, our number is 651-842-8406. Give us a call. Schedule that time to chat. And we'll see how we can help you out. Make sure you're, you have your retirement plan on track.
1: That's awesome, Jeff. And uh, really, uh, the bottom line to all of this and everything you've been talking about in today's show is don't go mad when the market does and work with a financial services professional to have a plan in place. So you don't need to worry about that. And I think that's great advice. Um, Great show today, listeners. That does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk.